Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap here for Fightful.com. UFC Fight Night 90. Brock Lesnar gets a SummerSlam opponent. Daniel Cormier gets a UFC 200 opponent. TNA switching nights, lots of stuff going on. Uh, we were planning on launching on Thursday. Uh, myself and James, the site owner, took a look at a couple things, decided to push that back for a day or so. Hopefully at the latest, the day of UFC 200, hoping to be up on Friday. But we want to make the experience great for you guys, and we had to make sure all of our ducks are in a row. So thank you guys for being so patient, and thank you for supporting these podcasts. For those of you who haven't checked it out, uh, I don't know if this is the format we will continue to use, but for these preview shows, uh, we have three of them already on YouTube. I did uh, about 45 minutes with Vince Russo yesterday talking wrestling. I did about an hour and 40 minutes with Showdown Joe talking MMA. Then about 10 minutes after that show completed, we got the news of John Jones and myself and Rob McCarron jumped on and did about 35 more minutes. But UFC Fight Night 90. I can't pretend, well, I definitely can't pretend that I saw Eddie Alvarez walking out with the the UFC lightweight championship because myself and Showdown Joe last night predicted the opposite, uh, which just goes to so, show you, as we said, you never know in mixed martial arts. That's one of the beauties of, of the sport is you just don't know. Rafael Dosanius looked like a wrecking machine heading into this fight. There were a lot of questions about Eddie Alvarez doing 150 rounds of sparring um, for this fight. You know, all the questions of overtraining, him saying that overtraining was a myth. Uh, a lot of questions that surrounded the show. Eddie Alvarez answered those questions. He becomes the first man to hold Bellator and UFC gold. That can't be really understated. And that ties into another storyline of this this weekend because tomorrow – his rival, who he has never actually faced, Will Brooks, debuts. He's a former Bellator champion uh, fighting Ross Pearson. Now, I just want to say Eddie Alvarez looked incredible in this fight. I, actually, he looked better in this fight than he's looked in, in years, in my opinion. And he has, he's been performing quite effectively uh, in 
of late. But uh, really, the best I've seen him look since probably against Patricky Pitbull, and maybe even better than that. But uh, his performance cannot be understated. Um, we're going to be taking your questions tonight, lots of stuff. Uh, this show brought to you by DraftBeast.com. If you're into fantasy sports, you're into daily fantasy sports, go to DraftBeast.com. Support the Fightful Podcast. Uh, great folks there. Uh, yeah, UFC Fight Night 90. This show kicked off just with straight fire. And it was a great show. You had five submissions to kick the show off. Gilbert Burns with a beautiful arm bar. Uh, victory. Uh, good to see him back on the saddle again. Um, Mike Pyle, that was sad to watch. Uh, Alberto Mina uh, just destroyed him. And at 40 years old, you got to wonder how much more Mike Pyle has in the tank. He's lost three of his last four. Um, had a couple of split decisions on the prelims too, but but really the stories were three fights in particular on the main card. Uh, now, I want to save uh, a couple of fights for Showdown Joe to talk about Saturday night on our post-UFC show, post-UFC 200 show. Joseph Duffy stepped in and submitted Mitch Clark in about 25 seconds. Just supremely, supremely impressive. And I want to say it also says a lot about Dustin Poirier, about the fact that Dustin Poirier was able to take this guy three rounds when nobody else has been able to take him more than a, a few minutes in the UFC. Um, and even right before he came to the UFC, he won. Uh, he knocked a guy out with a knee in 36 seconds. Joseph Duffy, man, he is a top 15 lightweight in, in a very, very stacked lightweight division. Uh, jo- Joseph Duffy is, you know, he is just that guy. Like if, if Conor McGregor loses his title or anything like that, you put him against Joseph Duffy, you have a, you have a big fight. You have a pay-per-view headliner, and you don't even you don't even need a title on the line. That's just you can you can do that based based on who Conor McGregor is. Derek Lewis, Roy Nelson. We have somebody in our chat saying, "How the hell did Derek Lewis get that split decision over Roy Nelson?" I'll tell you how. Roy Nelson didn't do anything. He took Derek Lewis down for uh, the duration of the second round, some of the third round, probably the majority of the third round, but. There was no effective offense there. There was really nothing. That that was ju- it was just that is my case for reinstituting the the yellow card, the pushing up against the cage. And there was a period about six years ago in the UFC where that seemed like that's all that was going on. It, it really did. Uh, Derek Lewis made the most of his opportunity when he got back to his feet in the third round. Obviously tired and just beat the brakes off of Roy Nelson. Beat the brakes off of him in the first round too. Just just laid a crooklyn stomping down on uh, Roy Nelson in the first round. Can't believe Roy Nelson weathered that storm. That was very impressive as well. But I thought that this decision was the right one. And no surprise that Adelaide Bird was the one who gave it to Roy Nelson because, eh, yeah. But th- this is big for Derek Lewis, even though Roy Nelson is nowhere near where he used to be. Uh, Derek Lewis has won four in a row, five of his last six in the UFC. He is, I think, six and two in the UFC. Or no, maybe he's he's seven and two in the UFC. A- even more impressive. So Derek Lewis has got to be 
got to be up there top 10 now, I would imagine. Because if you win uh, four in a row in the UFC's heavyweight division that is so, I don't want to say random, but so unpredictable, you're doing something. You're doing something special, and uh, that's what he did. Uh, As we mentioned, Eddie Alvarez winning the UFC lightweight championship. You know what this makes me wonder? It makes me wonder how that Rafael Dos Anjos versus Conor McGregor fight would have played out because Dos Anjos looked very susceptible to the type of offense in which Conor McGregor employs. Um, I got to say hats off to Eddie Alvarez who hadn't finished a fight in almost four years. He went there and he got it done. Uh, Another interesting thing is just completely opens up the division now. Um, Donald Cerrone is back in title contention. Uh, Anthony Pettis is effectively removed anyway, uh, as was Gilbert Melendez because he's coming off of a suspension. But the majority of Eddie Alvarez's wins were in Bellator. He hasn't ran through the roster or run through the roster like Dos Anjos had. So Donald Cerrone's a contender. Tony Ferguson is a contender. Uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov is a contender, who already was, mind you. If Nate Diaz beats uh, beats Conor McGregor again, he's a contender. Really, Nate Diaz is probably a contender no matter what because you can put him in there, win, lose, or draw, and, and there he is. Dustin Poirier is surging. So lots of great stuff happening in that UFC lightweight division. Uh, really excited to see how that plays out uh, because – it, before that, Dos Anjos had gone on such a run, and really it wasn't a lot of guys necessarily who were still you know, hanging around near the tops of the division because he had lost to Khabib before. Uh, but he did beat Nate Diaz fairly handily, so that kind of eliminated Nate Diaz from that conversation. Uh, Donald Cerrone had been beaten by him twice, so that eliminated, eliminated him from the conversation. So that's two names, especially with Cerrone and Diaz, who will take last-minute replacement fights, especially for money and for titles, and that puts them back in the mix, and that's a very important thing for the UFC, I feel, Um, especially considering that every single UFC show, every single UFC pay-per-view this year has had, well, one, it's either been canceled outright, or it's had a champion, a title contender, or a former champion pull out. That's pretty crazy. Also, huge news. Um, Anderson Silva's fighting Daniel Cormier. Non-title fight, but if Anderson Silva somehow gets a win, you immediately have a main event for New York in Madison Square Garden. That, that would be a major fight. The shows throughout the, the, the rest of the summer are kind of booked right now, but, but that would be definitely one you'd, you'd have to run back. Now, what this does is it moves Misha Tate versus Amanda Nunes to the main event. Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt is the co-main event again. I'll tell you, this show is an editor's nightmare. And I'm saying that as a new editor. It is an editor's nightmare. (laughs) You know, we had all this content ready for launch. Got to change it. Got to change about 33% of it. So so that that wasn't fun. Anderson Silva, you know, people are going to say what they are about this. I think this is more than an ample replacement because that fight with Bisping, who is now the middleweight champion, you get the feeling when you watch that fight back that Anderson Silva could have done more. And and it felt like he was holding back and 
by all means, he was very close to stopping that fight as well. Uh, Anderson Silva is doing a presser right now. I'll give you more info on that uh, as soon as I can. But he did pass all of his medicals today. I can confirm that. Uh, so good for him. Good for Daniel Cormier getting to stay on that card because he was he stood to lose a lot of money. And there were a lot of guys that offered to step up, like Ilar Latifi and Tom Lawler. Uh, Gegard Musashi would have been a good one. From one line, he was like 13-1-1 one and one in fights above 185 pounds. Hunt as well, but Tom Lawler offered. A lot of people offered. Michael Bisping offered, but Dana White said he was in no condition to to fight. But that, that's one they could have done, as I mentioned last night. Michael Bisping versus Daniel Cormier, champion versus champion, and uh, you know you just give Bisping the respect of putting a title on the line for taking the fight on such short notice. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. So, lots of MMA news. Brock Lesnar's SummerSlam opponent was announced. It is Randy Orton, as it was rumored. Now, this leads me to believe that probably regardless of what happens, Randy Orton's probably not going to win this. But it – because if Brock Lesnar beats Mark Hunt, he's probably getting a super push if he's facing uh, Randy Orton. So, probably not, not getting beat. But, you know, you never know what Vince McMahon's going to do. He decided, like, last minute to have The Undertaker lose at WrestleMania and break the streak. So, again, you don't know what's going to happen there. Interesting choice of opponent, in my in my opinion, because Randy Orton taking a bunch of suplexes after his shoulder issues, and he's had shoulder issues for about a decade. I don't know if that's the best idea. Because Brock's not going to take it easy on him. Uh, my friend Wayne Shotta says, I wonder if Connor's going to beg for a title shot. I think he has a better shot against Alvarez than RDA. He probably does, but his style looked like it would have fit very well against Rafael Dos Anjos as well. So there's that. Um, McGregor has a title of his own to defend, and I really think that those early weigh-ins maybe saved his uh, 145-pound career. Uh, TNA Impact is switching nights. It's switching to Thursday. I spoke to a few TNA talents about it that you'll you'll read this weekend. Uh, I have lots of exclusives coming. Uh, you may remember uh, us at Fightful on our Twitter. We reported that they were thinking about switching nights two weeks ago. I had talked to people in the company that seemed to think that that was a foregone conclusion. They got some buzz for that final deletion deal uh, this week. The best numbers they've done, and they're not numbers it's like 410,000 but impressive for TNA so it's a good that's the type of thing they need to be doing you put things on television that are genuinely entertaining that people are going to enjoy for better or for worse and you're going to reap the rewards Uh, pop tv's president Brad Schwartz seemed overjoyed with the output he's gotten from TNA um, the people that I've talked to said that he's he's happy with the product. He's optimistic about the product, that Pop TV likes the product. I don't think they're in any danger of um, being booted off of Pop TV. It certainly doesn't seem that way. And, you know, you can say what you want about TNA's financials, and it is rough. I know that Billy Corgan invested some money into the company, uh, just, just put in a large amount of money into the company. 
Uh, I hope they can survive because, quite honestly, the show has been really, really good lately. Um, on the contrary, WWE didn't do great numbers. They still did number one uh, among cable ratings, though. So what can you say? The ratings are down, but they're still they're still doing what they got to do. Interested to see how things will change with the brand split. You would think that that would would fuel some competitive fire between the two. Maybe it'll it'll create some short term interest. You just got to hope that that Vince McMahon doesn't lose interest quickly. Um, maybe one of those shows is, I don't want to say given to Triple H, but he assumes a little more responsibility. It starts to thrive, and Vince McMahon starts to see that the changes that are necessary that he needs to help facilitate. Hopefully that happens too. Of course, guys, follow us online uh, on Twitter at Fightful Online, also on Facebook. Uh, we do giveaways on there sometimes. We, we post all of our updates. Um, our great staff member, Justin was tweeting, uh, from the account tonight, follow him at secret moves MMA. I know you're watching Justin. I know you're watching. Yeah. We got lots of stuff coming up guys. I've got exclusives to unleash on you all from ring of honor, from, uh, WWE, from TNA, from Bellator, all kinds of cool stuff. Um, talking to a lot of the guys from the Bellator London show next week. Uh, like I said, we're hoping to have the site launched on Friday. If not, no biggie. Definitely by Saturday night, UFC 200. We want this site to be perfect for you guys. We want this to be everything that you wanted in a site. A lot of substance to these stories. Um, we're going to do daily updates, things like that. Uh, if you're interested in uh, writing for the site, and if you're interested in compiling our daily updates, anything like that, send me a sample piece. Always interested to see those as well. We get a lot of submissions, so uh, there's no telling what's going to happen. Apparently, Justin is LOLing at me. I don't get this. Like, I, I guess I'm supposed to be professional or something, but I'm doing this show by myself. And yeah, yeah, but lots of happening. Um, Anderson Silva is at his press conference right now. I'll give you the rundown of that really quickly before we go. Got to get some content up on this site, you guys. Um, Anderson Silva says that he is on weight. He doesn't have to cut any weight. Uh, He wanted three rounds because he's coming in on short notice. Anderson Silva says that he feels blessed. Nobody's going to be able to do what he has done. Um, Dana White says it's an interesting fight. Anderson Silva is undefeated at 205. It's a good point. Dana White says that anything can happen in this sport. Bisping knocked out Rockhold on 11 days notice. That is absolutely true. Uh, Anderson Silva, Dan Henderson, and Gegard Musashi all wanted to fight Cormier. That and Bisping, that, you know, that's a great problem to have when you've got those guys that are willing to fight. Daniel Cormier uh, against Dan Henderson wasn't any, any different than it was uh, the first time. Eddie Alvarez, I love it. I think Will Brooks is the truth. That's going to be... Something to watch out for. He needs a couple more wins, but man, that, that division, that division is getting such an infusion right now. Uh, Cormier wanted to fight Anderson Silva at 210 pounds. Anderson Silva said no. Now, you'll notice on last night's podcast, I was talking to Showdown Show, and I said that earlier this week on Embedded, Daniel Cormier looked like he had been gotten to by John Jones. It could have been that. Or it could have been maybe a weight thing. 
Cormier asking for it to be at 210 pounds leads me to believe maybe it's the latter. Maybe he just really hates this weight cut. But either way, he's leaving as UFC light heavyweight champion. But, man, lots of interesting stuff going on. Lots of crazy stuff going on. Of course, guys, check out DraftBeast.com, our wonderful sponsors. Their team keeps telling me stuff like like this these cool games that they have set up, like ones where you have to pick the worst fantasy team in order to win. I think that's cool. I think it's revolutionary. I think it's awesome. Uh, definitely check them out. Uh, glad that they supported uh, us. Silva saying he was sad when John Jones tested positive. With USADA coming in, we have to watch out for everything we put in our bodies. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Guys, we are back this weekend. Who knows? If something crazy happens tomorrow night, maybe I'll be back tomorrow night. I have no limits. I have no restrictions. Our wonderful owner, James, uh, you may have seen tweet the update uh, about the site earlier. He's given me a lot lot of room here. And uh, not only that, he's making sure that Fightful is the site that I want it to be, that my team wants it to be, that you all want it to be. Uh, Great stuff coming from Fightful.com. Check that out. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Like I said, I'm not sure if this will be the format in which we use moving forward. I don't know. Um, But we will have exclusive content for our registered members, but you can register for free at no cost to you. We've got content from Showdown Joe. We've got content from Vince Russo. I'm going to be talking to all kinds of people. I've got interviews with EC3, Elijah Burke, Shane Helms, um, Muhammad Hassan. You may remember that uh, that I did an article on him in January. Uh, did a follow-up with him recently about his appearances in wrestling. He didn't make any wrestling appearances for 10 years, and he got back into it this year. Talked to him about that, His uh, oh, seeing Davari again, seeing some of his old friends. We've got a segment up that I think you all are going to like, Wikipedia, True or False, where I talk to some of the biggest names in wrestling, MMA, boxing. We run down their Wikipedia page, and we see how many of them are true or false. And I, you know what's interesting? Nobody's batting a 1,000 yet. Nobody's shooting 100% from the field on these Wikipedias yet. So... Wikipedia, you got some work to do, my friends. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Rossap. Fightful Online, Fightful.com. Thank you guys so much. Until next time, we are out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.